Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. This is Regarding Last Night Podcast Noises Into Your Ear Holes. And that's the full title if you want to search for that in iTunes or wherever. Regarding Last Night Podcast Sounds Into Your Ear Holes. Uh, yeah, well, welcome back if you're listening again, or hello if this is your first time. Uh, my name is uh, Andrew. You can, uh, this is a podcast uh, as part of uh, Exertion. Exertion, find us on Twitter, Exertion underscore HQ. We're a entertainment, gaming, sports, you name it, organization. We have a good time, though. Uh, so, welcome. Uh, glad you're here. Uh, let's talk about last night. What happened last night, everyone? If you're listening to this on September 13th, the year of our Lord, 2019. It was the Democratic debates. Uh, we, we'll get to that. But, if you're a sports fan, and you're a Panthers fan, and your name is Miles, you're, you're hurting today. If I read that chat, if I read the group chat correctly, uh, yeah, Panthers got beat. Uh, they are zero and two. Um, I didn't watch the game. I, I really can't speak with it. I, under, I understand that Cam is still looking rusty uh, after his offseason shoulder, shoulder surgery. I guess it just didn't look good. There's, uh, it's possible that the Panthers got screwed by replay because. They challenged uh, pass interference, and then uh, there was also maybe an illegal contact, but since you can't challenge that, they couldn't reverse that, uh, which led to the pass interference, or the pass interference caused it. I don't know. Panthers are 0-2. ESPN predicted they'd be 3-13 this year. Uh, so far, they're on their way. It's only game two, though. Nothing to worry about. Uh, I, I'm, I'll be interested to see the highlights to see how Jameis Winston played because I so far he's not living up to the hype. Uh, that he had in college. Um, his high point was probably stealing the crab legs. Um, I hope he doesn't go back to a life of crime, though. Um, so, yeah, so that that was the fo- football last night. Um, the NFL getting the football in our eye holes. <laughs> eye holes. <laughs> um, almost every day of the week. Um Let's see. That that was uh, that was last night. Uh, the other sports things happen, you know, sports, sports, sports. But let's get back. Let's get back to or down to what the big uh, everyone will be talking about today, probably on every news channel in America. The Democratic debates. I did watch about half of it. Uh, it's three hours, people. Three hours. They have ten people. It's not really so much of a debate as it's. I'm going to ask you questions. Um, and you're going to answer it, and then you might have a rebuttal uh, from someone else. Now, they have 10 people, though, so uh, talking time is hard to come by. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that any of the candidates were the stars. Um, I'd say that the star was probably Jorge Ramos uh, and uh, his questions, and he literally straight up asked Joe Biden a question, Joe Biden didn't answer it. He said, but sir, you didn't answer my question. And and then Joe Biden continued to blunder. Um, so shout out to Jorge. Um, I, if, 
you know, I, I lean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get real with you. I do lean conservative, but Donald Trump's a douchebag. I cannot stand him. Uh, I, uh, it's very possible I will vote uh, Democratic probably for the first time in my life um, this year just to get Trump out of office. I do not think that he's a benefit for the country. Um, and there's a lot of vitriol spat his way last night, uh, probably deservedly so. Um, but the front runners didn't necessarily look all that good, except Elizabeth Warren. She was well-spoken, but let's talk about Joe Biden. Uh, he's the same age as Trump. Trump says that he's too old. I think that Trump is a little delusional. Um, and, uh, so you, he he looked every bit his age, he but he also looked every bit the 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 lying politician of having no direct speak as to what he's actually saying. Um, he he was asked a question about border security. I, I want to say uh, any question he was asked, we'll just go with that. And he always spun it around into his accomplishments and what he what he has done and what he's uh, where he stands on other things but not necessarily what he was being asked if anyone is even considering voting for him you have to be out of your mind it, it was this but then this and then and then Brett Sanders is president and then he bumbled his way through the whole through the whole thing uh, and and that's his mo, uh, that he doesn't necessarily um, speak well, uh, or keep his train of thought. And he, you know, in the words of uh, Anthony Precourt, hashtag saved the crew. We blundered. He blunders pretty much every time he opens his mouth. It was just a rambling hot mess. Um. So the fact that people are even considering him electable is astonishing because, you know, despite Trump being Trump, uh, he does speak better, I think, in my opinion. At least in the essence that he doesn't blunder. He doesn't ramble. He just says what's on his mind and then that's it. So I think that that's a real <clears throat> negative for uh, Biden. Um, you know, I, I would say that I'm, uh, uh, an Andrew Yang fan. I, I, I don't know if I'm on the Yang gang yet, uh, but I have extensively read his website. I, everything that is on his website, he, um, I would say that it's like, yeah, these, this is good stuff. Like he, you know, his, his thing is, is humanity first. Uh, and he even said that the people are greater than the politicians uh, last night, which I think really struck a chord uh, along with um, the, my, my dad was a peanut farmer with no floor in the house in China when he was, when I was born and now his son is running for president, uh, which is a good line. But overall, when he spoke, when they let him speak, and it wasn't a whole lot from what I can tell, uh, I don't know what happened maybe the last hour, 45 minutes, or 45 minutes to an hour uh, of the debate uh, as I was tending to my seven-month-old. Uh, 
so I don't know if he got any more speaking time. But when he was up, he, he it didn't necessarily come across as confident, and and, and it may be different, you know, in a smaller setting. Uh, but this is where you have to shine. Um, his points were good, but it was just you could tell that you know when you I know when I do it when I'm speaking and if I'm a little nervous about what I'm speaking. Um, I will tend to hold in my breath and then I kind of get a really full chest and then it, it's it, at the end of it, it's like <sighs> you let all that air out <coughs> excuse me I'm <coughs> I'm recovering from a cold <coughs> it's tickling my throat my daughter gave it to me bless her heart wanting to share things with daddy uh, and you might be able to hear it in my voice. It's a lot deeper and more bassy than it normally is. A little more raspy. Uh, so if you hear me cough, that's what it is. I'm getting phlegm out of my throat. Hey. Um, so, yeah, so Andrew Yang, I, I think that if he could exert some confidence that he would really kind of shine uh, and uh, maybe interject a little bit himself. I, I get that he probably wants to be the nice guy, and that's awesome. Uh, along with Warren, who's like, she's, she said, I'm not going to attack people. I need to do what my policies are. And I think that's great. We need more of that. Um, Warren did look great. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that she looked presidential. Her points are well thought out. Her uh, um, stats on things are well thought out. Um, she would nev- never really was challenged. She never really challenged. Um, which might not be a bad thing. You kind of want to set yourself apart and let people know who you are versus just attacking other people, which I think that's what Andrew Yang wants to do. It's like, I don't need to attack other people. My, let me policy speak for themselves. Let me give me a chance to, to explain them. Um, on the other hand, you have Cory Booker who, um, straight up was like, this is Republicans fault. I won't work with them. I'm going to work with the Democrats, which is fine and dandy, but, uh, and I do think that it'll be a democratically controlled Congress, <coughs> but uh, um, you have to compromise. Like this is you're part of the problem if you think that it's that you're that with no compromise, um, that that you can't accomplish anything without compromise. Because uh, what happens if the Senate is? Um, democratically controlled, but the Republicans take back the House. Uh, you're going to be in a what they call a conundrum, uh, because if you refuse to work with Republicans, uh, that's not good. You, you need them on your side. Or you, you need some of them on your side to vote with your ideas and your policies. Uh, he seemed very angry, uh, and upset about what was going on, and, and rightfully so. You know, he, he made good points about white supremacy uh, as a growing threat to this country, and I do believe that is. There are people who believe that one race is better than the other, and that's not good. Um, as all the candidates said, though, he didn't necessarily say anything different than Beto. He didn't necessarily say anything different than uh, Warren. And, and it didn't really set him apart. He just looked like an angry guy who is going to refuse to compromise and refuse to work and lash out at his enemies the way that our current president does. So I wouldn't say look good. Um, 
Beto, on the other hand, he came across as angry and ready to get things done, but um, uh, I think that people are going to lose him that on the gun confiscation. He straight up said, we are going to confiscate guns. We aren't going to give people an option. We're going to come and take them. And, you know, I firmly believe that there are people in the country who said who have those from my cold, dead hands, and that's what it's going to be. And that's going to be a very, very poor public image put forth. While some of the other candidates, uh, like Warren and um, uh, uh, Harris, were like, well, we need to offer repurchasing options first, uh, and then we'll get that. Um, who was it that said... Um, I think it was Sanders who said, well, you have to have a license to drive a car. Why shouldn't you have a license to have a gun? And I fully agree with that. I, I'm okay with that. I don't want the government to know how many guns I have, but you know, I, we can't be giving guns into hands of people who don't know how to use them, who don't need them uh, necessarily, uh, and who don't aren't trained well to use them. You know, a lot of the gun issues uh, in this country come from people with mental illness, and people with mental illness don't necessarily need guns. Not everything, you know. A lot of it's premeditated. Uh, the El Paso seemed very premeditated. He drove for 10 hours thinking about what he's going to do. Uh, and I don't know a situation. In Dayton, you know, I wouldn't necessarily... I don't know the full specifics of that because I think that El Paso got the bulk of the coverage. Um, but that also seemed you know, premeditated, but also a little mental illness because uh, just the way that people are. Um, which is where I agree with Andrew Yang. He's like, we need to put money into mental health uh, help and, and get people the help they need versus just condemning them and, and kind of saying that they need help but never acting. Um, so there's that. Uh, Harris, uh, she, I think, was at one time was considered a front runner. She did not look like a front runner. Uh, her, what she has accomplished and her positions were attacked and kind of drowned out. Um, she didn't get cheers from the audience, but everyone did. Uh, everyone had their fans there, but she did not look like a front runner at all. And I, she was considered a front runner. So I, I don't know what that is uh, with that. <coughs> Excuse me again. Um, who else do we got? We got Amy Klubache. Uh, Klubache. Klubacher. I'm not really sure how to play, say her name. Um, she did not look presidential. She did not sound presidential. She made good points. Um, it would not surprise me if it's possible that she ends up as a presidential uh, uh, nominee for a cabinet position or possibly even VP. Um, so it'll be interesting to see uh, what she does. She she was well spoken, but it just didn't come across as someone who's like, yeah, this is this is someone who can be the president. Um, and people rightfully attacked her position on how she handles things regarding her uh, her uh, prosecutions and how she handles. Uh, relations with the police and uh, police violence towards African Americans in her uh, in her cities um, 
It just, it was very defensive. Uh, let's see, who else we got? Castro. Uh, he, he seemed soft-spoken, had good points. Um, and I think that he was the one that threw the accusation of, oh, like, to Biden, of when uh, the... You try and take claim for the good things that Obama did, but when there's issues that people bring up, you say, that's not me. I, I believe that was him that said that. I could be mistaken. It could have been um, uh, Booker um, or, or Buttigieg. Buttigieg. Mayor Pete. It could have been Mayor Pete. Uh, who said that? Uh, but a good point. And of, of course, Biden was like, but, uh, "That's not what I said." Well, it's exactly what you said. So, get over it. Um, so, he had some good points. I he didn't necessarily stand out any uh, from anyone else on the stage, though. Uh, and, and I can't see him becoming president. Or necessarily gaining anything from this debate either. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, who's left? Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete was very well spoken. I could actually, I could actually see him being president. Um, he looks, he looks like he's ready to compromise. He is definitely the youngest person on the stage. I think that I was reading yesterday that the Boomers are still president. Gen Xers are probably going to get passed up. Uh, and then there's. For an opportunity to be president, because they just keep on going, the boomers do, uh, and then it'll be a millennial. And I think they said that that, uh, that uh, Mayor Pete's the only millennial on the stage, but he did look very presidential. If he's not going to be president, I imagine he's probably going to run for senate in Indiana. There's a good chance he'll win. He's very well spoken. He's kind. Uh, he served in the military. Yes, he's gay, and there's a lot of people in the country that uh, don't agree with homosexuality. Uh, I really don't care who you are loving. There are much bigger issues in this country, and if people can get past that, he'll probably be a senator and possibly president uh, someday. It'll be interesting to see if he gains from this. I can't see him going negative the way that I believe Booker will, uh, but I do think that he could gain from this, especially with Biden being a blundering fool. Um, who who else is left? Who's left? Is that everybody? Warren, uh, Sanders, Sanders, uh, yeah, the, the reactions to Sanders on Twitter were, um, they kept on asking college students about Sanders, and, and I think that, you know, I read an article uh, a few weeks ago about people who watch the debate, but when Sanders isn't speaking, they don't watch the debate, they just watch it for Sanders, which is very echo chambery. Uh, and reinforce. If you don't own an echo chamber, as a spray, your views are reinforced by people who you agree with, and you don't necessarily listen to other uh, other points of view to learn and grow. Um, and so, the guy's honking behind me. We're turning. I'm, I'm turning. He's like, "Come on, guys, let's go." But there's cars coming, and so you don't want to turn into oncoming traffic. So the guy behind me is an idiot. Um, me saying that's probably why I'll never be president. <laughs> People are going to come back to these, and <coughs> I 
Easy, buddy. Easy. You almost just hit me. We're just going to pull right in here while I finish this up. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Let's see. Okay. Um, so, uh, uh, Sanders. Uh, people on Twitter were uh, like, are saying that the people that they only watch when he speaks, and that's a very echo chambery. It just reinforces your point of view, and you don't uh, aren't open to new ideas. And I believe that that's what a lot of Sanders fans are. Like, I can't see him becoming president. Uh, he is also much older. Uh, people love him, and I can see why that he his positions haven't really changed from what I can tell uh, from year to year. And I think that's great because he's been saying the same thing and the same populist message. He he did sound very populist. Um, in his approach to things, um, the candles on stage, all, it seemed like they only had nice things to say. Now, Biden did straight up call him a socialist. So he, I think that he's just pandering uh, to the audience on that um, and the listeners because that's when they hear democratic socialist. They just hear the socialist part. So he's trying to get that extra point or two to, in the polls. Um, so it'll be... We'll see. I, I can't imagine that he's going to be president. He, I, I just don't think it's going to be be possible. Now, a lot of people, I think I covered everybody. If I forgot any of the candidates, I apologize. Uh, a lot of your uh, platforms are the same. Uh, they're not necessarily different. Um, I think that right now you're just trying to consolidate your audience and get your message out there to show that you can beat President Trump. So a lot of people are talking about electability um, against Trump. And unfortunately, I think that's how a lot of people are going to vote, as who is going to be most electable. Uh, so what you're saying, though, is that even if it's a bad candidate like Biden, if he's electable and he's going to blunder his way through four years of being president, potentially eight, that's better than having Trump, which... Uh, Probably, probably a rock would be better than Trump. Not the rock. You know, we are not smelling what he's cooking on the presidential front yet. But uh, the a rock. So, um, we'll see. You know, I when you ba- it's it's like ba- saying like, oh, I'm voting for the lesser of two evils. Well, then you're still voting for evil. Um, and I'd rather find a candidate that I agree with the majority of their platform, and if you agree with everything, then you might need to reevaluate because every candidate should have something that you're like, I don't know about that, but I agree with all of this, and I think that they're going to be the best that you should do that. Um, Which will also be a a fun thing to see because there are some Republicans who have said, yeah, we're going to challenge you in the primaries because you may not know this, but there is a Republican primary. Um, Some states cancel it when uh, that... uh, when a party or a uh, president is on that same platform, because like, hey, you're gonna be the, you're gonna run for re-election anyway. Uh, but there are people who are like, no, nope, we're gonna challenge that. Now there are some states who have canceled it, uh, and they may need to re uh, uh, reinstate that that primary to see if, in fact, that state wants Trump to be president. Uh, but how do you differentiate yourself? Because the last four years, we've had Democrats saying Republicans are racist, which, no, not all Republicans are racist. And if you believe that, you're an idiot. 
there are definitely racists in the Republican Party. Um, and they've been hammering that point. And, but I think that if you are not willing to look past... I don't say look past. If you're not willing to separate the president from the party, because I don't believe that he represents the Republican Party, and I don't believe that most Democrats believe that, then you may need to reevaluate. And and hopefully we can get someone in the office, even if they're a Republican, that uh, is better than Trump, which shouldn't be hard. Look at me. No, I'm rambling. Okay, uh... Excuse me. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What else? Anything else stand out to me? You know, I'm just... I watched it last night before I went to bed, and then I went to bed, and then I'm sick, so... Who actually knows? Um, so, yeah, it, I think that right now it'll be interesting to see if, if who gains, who loses, and uh, what people believe uh, is the right direction for the country to be going in. Um... And, and which candidate can separate themselves out and say, yes, this is where we need to be going. This is how I'm going to accomplish it. This is how I'm going to compromise. And this is how I'm going to uh, kind of restore, restore America. And, you know, Trump ran on the, the Make America Great Again, uh, which I think is a stupid phrase because if you don't believe that America's uh, was at the same level, then you're oblivious because people are literally dying on the way to get to this country. They're dying on the way to get this country. You know, a big talk last night was immigration. Um, And, you know, immigrants do make this country better. Uh, That's a proven fact. Uh, They take a lot of the jobs that necessarily educated people don't want to do. Um. But then they also just want the opportunity to advance and to give a better life to their kids. And if you don't want, if you don't want a better life for your children than you have, then uh, if you just want to maintain, then I don't know if that's if that's right. You know, I don't believe that with President Trump that we are leaving a better country and a better opportunity for our kids than when we had. So. I'm just rambling. I'm, I'm turning into my own personal Biden. I'm going to stop before I go too far. Get some delicious, delicious chicken for breakfast. Uh, so uh, let me know your thoughts. I, I, I'd be interested to hear. Uh, tweet me at uh, XEX. That's the letter E as an elephant. X as in xylophone underscore moth. M0TH. Uh, let me know your thoughts on, on who you support. Um, it's, it's not a debate for me. It's, I'm learning and growing and I want you to learn and grow as well. So if there's someone better, I believe that Andrew Yang is the best. I, at least close to being the best. If there's someone better who uh, I need to look into, let me know. Or if you completely disagree with me, give me well thought out arguments why you disagree with me. And let's learn and grow together. Let's, let's, uh, let's make this country better, uh, we can be friends and be and disagree. So, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Um, I think I said a lot last episode. I'm just an average man trying to figure it out. 
live an average life. I'm not trying to live average. I'm trying to be above average. But I'm just average. So let me know your thoughts. Uh, that's all I got. Thank, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, I'm going to go not speak for a while. and probably blow my nose. Because uh, I'm speaking with the bass. So yeah, so let me know. Thanks for listening uh, to regarding last night. Uh, I'll be back. Sports, politics, whatever's on my mind. We'll we'll get it. We'll, we'll we will advance together, guys, and gals, and whoever else you identify as. So, cool. Bye, everybody.